This is Rhema for Today Radio. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin. Let me call your attention again. It doesn't say he made him to be sins, but sin. He was made sin. He was under condemnation because we were under condemnation. For three days and three nights, he became our substitute and took our place. He met the demands of justice and liberated us. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now in this same nine chapter of the book of Hebrews, let's look at verse 24 through verse 26. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Now notice that the scripture doesn't say sins. The sins are the deeds or the acts that are wrong. It says sin, singular, sin, referring to man's sin nature, the thing that caused him to do what he did. And then the 28th verse further says, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Now Christ bore not only our sins, the deeds, the acts of wrongdoing, he bore our sin, our man's sin nature. After all, it would not do me any good for him to bear just my sins. I would still have that old sin nature, and I could not help but do wrong. I would still be the same kind of creature I had always been. But when he put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, he did something about the nature that caused me to sin. And he did that once and for all. When I accepted him as my Savior and confessed him as my Lord, then the Holy Spirit did something in me. This is also part of the Pauline revelation not found anywhere else. For instance, Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore... If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, do you know what the old things that he's talking about that is passed away? Well, among all other things, it's the old sin nature. Then he says, all things are become new. Inside you, you have a new nature. 
at the very moment you were born again, that inward nature was changed. I found that true in my own life. I had never heard it preached. But I discovered immediately when I was born again that the things that I'd been so concerned about were gone. My nature was changed. The things I once loved, I no longer loved. The things that I once hated, now I loved. My nature had changed. The want to for wrong was gone. Now that doesn't mean that I haven't failed since then because many times, particularly when we are new Christians, the flesh will dominate us because the body isn't redeemed yet. I remember a young lady once said to D.L. Moody, Mr. Moody, I want to be a Christian. I I'm sincere. I want to be a Christian. But I love to dance. She went on, said, Now I know, Mr. Moody, uh, you preach against dancing, and I believe that it's wrong. I've tried to give it up so I could get saved, but I can't. Well, Mr. Moody smiled and said, Young lady, you just come on into the inquiry room. He had what he called an inquiry room where people, when he gave the invitation, would go into this room and inquire about uh, their salvation. The people would pray to him, with them and read the word to them and so on. You just, he said, come on into the prayer room or the inquiry room and give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you can dance all you want. Well, the girl came and accepted the Lord as her Savior. Four or five days later, she met Moody on the street. She smiled and said, Mr. Moody, I see now what you meant. I don't want to dance at all. You see, friends, something had happened inside of her. So it was not the sins that men committed, but man's sin nature that had to be put away. He put away sin, it said, by the sacrifice of himself. And if Christ had just dealt with our sins, the deeds, the acts of wrongdoing, we still would have had the same sin nature. Now, under the old covenant, the blood of animals could only cover sins. It couldn't put away sin. It was man's nature to sin. Therefore, the next year, the priest would have to enter in again and offer a sacrifice to cover the people's sins. But we have a better covenant. In fact, we read back here one of these verses of Scripture we read. I think it's so important that I think we should look at it again. We read a verse of Scripture here where he says about the ministry of Jesus and about the fact that... Uh, some good things to come, in other words, it says, that uh, he entered into the presence of God on our behalf in the case of this new birth or in the case of his high priestly ministry so that the new birth would become available to us. And so it tells us that he has entered into the presence of God for us. And then it also tells us here in Hebrews 9, 11, 12, our text, but Christ being come and high priest, now notice, of good things to come. And so you see what Paul is saying, that under the new covenant, we have a better covenant. Well, he stated that also in another place here in the book of Hebrews. But here he says, well, if it's better, then it has some good things to come, doesn't it? So you see, through the new birth, Christ took away our old nature, and gave us the nature of God. The want to, in other words, for wrong and sin on the inside of us is gone. The sin nature required God's own beloved Son to become sin. Second Corinthians 5.21, you know, said, For he hath made him 
to be sin. Now notice it doesn't say he made him to be sins, but sin. He hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. Now no wonder he cried on the cross when he was made to be sin. Matthew 27.46. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God had forsaken him because he was taking our place. He became what we were. He took our sin that we might become righteous. He took our ostracism, our outlawed nature, that we might become sons of God. How marvelous is the unmeasured grace of God unveiled in the sacrifice of Jesus. He carried his own blood into the heavenly holy of holies, where instead of making a yearly atonement, he gave us eternal redemption. Jesus was made sin. It says here, he was made sin. Second Corinthians 5.21, For he hath made him to be sin. Let me call your attention again. It doesn't say he made him to be sins, but sin. He was made sin. He was under condemnation because we were under condemnation. For three days and three nights, he became our substitute and took our place. He met the demands of justice and liberated us. Until then, no one could be born again. The Old Testament believers were not born again. Now, they were saved as far as God's plan of salvation then was concerned. Their sins were forgiven, but they were not born again. After you're born again, if you sin, you can confess your sins and God will forgive you. But you aren't born again a second time. No one is ever born again twice. If you were born again every time your sins were forgiven, some people have been born again, uh, uh, well, a million times by now. You, you can't be made a new creature more than once. Now, in the Old Testament, we read that so-and-so begat so-and-so and so on. It was necessary that they keep their genealogy. Under the new covenant, we can write our genealogy in four words. First John 4, 4, Ye are of God, my little children. We are born of God. And so, you see, he died as our substitute. And he arose from the dead as our substitute. And according to Paul's teaching, we were made sin with him. We died with him, and we were raised with him. And so thank God for our high priest who entered into the holies of holies, not as the Old Testament high priest every year to make a yearly atonement for the sins of Israel. And then, of course, the, the priest stood daily ministering and offering the same sacrifices for the sins of Israel. But Christ entered into heaven itself with his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption for us. And when God accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, he signified that the claims of justice had been met and that man could be legally taken from Satan's authority and restored to fellowship with himself. The high treason of Adam had been met and settled by his one sacrifice for sin. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. 
Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase the Heart of God package. The book from Ken Hagen, Listen to Your Heart, Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD, Just Know God, and his slimline books, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ and Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Some people ask us, they say, well, how, do, how does your ministry keep running? How do you do it? It's through people that we call Word Partner Club yes, members. that's right. And what is a Word Partner Club? A Word Partner Club member is somebody that commits to pray for us. Yes. And to send in a monthly offering. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, well, I don't have much. I'm going to tell you what. It, a little offering, a middle-sized offering, a big offering, when they all come together, mm -hmm. they amount to something. And when yes. everybody does what they can, I'm not asking you to do a sacrificial thing. I'm just asking you to do what you can as and become a Word Partner Club and each month send something in. And we, we will keep this program going all over the world. We travel all over the That's world. Right. And people come up to us and say, thank you for your television broadcast. Because of that, I'm healed today yes. or I'm born again today. And you know what? It all goes back to you That's Word right. Partner Club members. And I, I want to thank you for that. If you want to know about Word Partner Club, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. And as we close today, let me say thank you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the present day ministry of Jesus Christ. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.